Kia ora and welcome to this mini-sode of Cinema in Context. It is Jeremy here. And William. And Max. And we've just finished recording the Get Out uh, with Guesses Coming to Dinner podcast. But the reality is, in this last week, another significant film has been released that we felt warranted some discussion. So this is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion of Alien Covenant, which is the new Alien film that came out uh, for us a week and a half ago. I believe in the States it's coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so spoiler-filled, you, you have been warned. Uh, we just want to have a little bit of a chat and see how we're feeling. So who wants to jump in? Who wants to start us off? I, I almost feel like you should. Uh, we, well, we, should make, the... we should make the point that Jeremy is a huge Alien fan. I really We have am. been discussing it kind of on our little... You know, Facebook chat for since it came out and mm-hmm. before it came out, and discussing the whole uh, franchise and how it changed so much and has been changing and what's it going to do now. Well, I just, I guess, I guess, thank you for that because Alien is my favourite film. It really is, and I've seen a lot of films as we all have, and Alien is one that I have seen more than any other film. I would have seen it a good forty to fifty, maybe even sixty times. Holy wow. shit! I've uh, seen it a lot. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you know, 14 years old, I was sick, I was sick in bed for a few days, and mum mum and dad gave me these films to watch, and I just fell in love with them pretty much instantly, and have been a huge fan ever since. And so, the fact that this is the first official Alien movie that I could see at the cinema was very exciting. I mean, Prometheus was part of the universe, but there was no actual xenomorphs really seen in that film. I mean, um, both Aliens vs. Predator movies have the word aliens in them. They are not alien films, in my opinion. I don't even know if I went to the movies to see those because I was just so disgusted that this was being this was happening. I, I just want to add as a preface: I did go see Alien vs Predator Requiem in the cinema, and that is to date the worst movie I've seen at the cinema. Wow, yeah, that is depressing. Eh? It's really so really horrible. You, you, you think about these movies like Alien vs Predator is effectively what stopped a lot of the plans for other alien films in their tracks. <laughs> like I know that Ridley Scott and James Cameron were partnering up in mm-hmm. the late nineties to create the next Alien film. Mm. Uh, and then when, when the studio did Alien vs. Predator, they were like, put their hands up and were like, no, we're done. We're, you've, really cooked, you've really cooked the beast, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Alien, vs. Alien Covenant, I loved it. Not because it's a perfect movie, but because it ticked enough boxes for me to, to make me ignore the things that perhaps are issues. And so mm-hmm. I have seen the film three times this week. <laughs> awesome. You're extreme. You're a machine. <laughs> seen, seen Alien 1. Four, what do you say? 40 or 50 or 60 times, and you've seen this three times already. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's impressive. You're like David with the um, with Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw this last night uh, with, with friends, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's, as, as you say, Jeremy, it's not without its faults, definitely not. Um, and I, I have a lot of beef, especially with the second act, um, because it, it really... Well, I don't know. Maybe that's on me because it was not the movie that I thought it was going to be. There's definitely a, there's that moment in the film where David is introduced, and it goes from very much an alien movie to this mash of Prometheus and Alien. And it made yeah. me realise how what a different mood Prometheus had created. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think some of the best moments are from that clash, but also I would fully um, give the film uh, the fact, or give the give give the criticism that. It is um, a bit of a mush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those two different moods that come together. Yeah, and overall I agree it's a fantastic film. I, c- I came out of it enjoying it a lot, and then the more that I've thought about it, I'm a bit more like, I don't know if it's just the idea of it, but I'm like, this is quite a mashup, and I don't, I, in some ways I don't like how many different things it's doing. 
uh, without necessarily adding anything new to any of them necessarily. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the discussion, we talked about this afterwards because Max and I went, went to the film with another friend of ours. Um, I think that the addition of creationism and faith That's in the my alien world is just such an interesting layer to add to this film which is already rich with layers of parenthood I think that's the thing though there's almost too many layers now there's too many things going on and we know that Alien has been all over the place in the franchise it's done lots of different things and it kind of started with relatively small scale intense film where there's a few characters that we know well slowly getting killed off it still kind of has that layer in this film but it's not done so well is it and I wasn't so focused on that like this time around like I didn't really care that no, and the, I, I, the characters actually, get killed off and I'm like, okay, whatever, I don't really mind. I, I don't but, think you're supposed to, right? Because at the no. end of the day, it's not really their movie. It's David's movie, or right. at least Michael Fassbender's movie. I yeah. love that. But then I it's almost it. a little bit like what's... I mean, it's almost like what's the point of having them? I don't know. See, I, would, I, re- I did really care about some of them. Like, I thought that some of the conversations that happened with the pilot couple um, at the other side of the film when they're sort of, you know, talking about you know, sugar tits and sugar dick and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, it sort of endeared me to them and I, I really liked the uh, character of the captain's wife. Oh, yeah. She was, yeah. I thought she was quite, uh, you know, she was quite a nice character. And I really liked, um, and I've already, I guess I've already mentioned him in the terms of the couple, but, you know, Tennessee, the Danny McBride character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, I mean, I, I was quite liking these characters, and I liked mm. the, the flawed captain. That he was just like, yeah, this. I, I, he was my favorite. Oh, gosh, yeah. uh, Billy Crudup. Um, in the the trailers, he comes off as such an idiot. Yeah, but in the movie, I think he plays it really, really well, and it's there's a level of nuance that is, um, yeah, it's wonderful. I was, it really is. I was super stoked to find out. Like that, that setup is really nice. Um, of okay, we've lost our captain. This guy doesn't really isn't confident really in that position that was really nice like flawed character yeah. very very nice so let's speak but to then, that because James then, Franco where does that go though what about James Franco he has this really significant oh, sorry he has this really small part mm-hmm. and he's a big actor like why yeah uh, I've heard uh, questions around the net about know. that I don't know is he, is he going to become a, is he going to be a film before this that yeah you know because that's what happened with um <laughs> Where the same question I had was when Guy Pearce was playing yeah. the old man in the last film, which of course made sense in this one, mm-hmm. because you, you they want to kind of flash back to him. Yeah. Can, can we talk more about the mashup of aspects though? Because my favourite parts were probably arriving on the planet and that search, that exploring, and the, the, up to the point where they have the fight with the alien. Oh, in the that night. sequence oh. though, that sequence which starts off with the black goo in the air and mm-hmm. ends with with David shooting the light gun. Yep. That is such an incredible <laughs> sequence. That's yeah. nice. With the woman slipping on the blood and shit yep. on the roof. That's like, ah! that that really exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that was where, like, you're like, I don't know, that's, that's as much as you kind of need in, in some ways. Well, you, there's, no, then, there's, there's no major sequence again until the end of the film, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's, it's interesting that I was sitting there going, oh, yeah, they're going to go and explore, mm-hmm. they need to find the eggs, Ooh, they're going to get the face hugger. That's beautiful. Yeah. But it's, 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 I was sort of just sitting back thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to take a bit of time. I'll just yeah. enjoy mm. them. Kind of. But then the black goo construct means that things can happen so fast. Mm-hmm. Things are happening far more faster than I was expecting, and it made it really shocking. The um the the, the second time it was the, the second time the the new uh, they call it the neomorph right comes out of the guy's mouth yeah <laughs> oh man and, and I've rewatched obviously you know rewatched it a few times now it is still so thrilling mm. yeah I actually forgot the second time I watched it why, where that second one came from and mm-hmm. the fact that it comes out of his mouth and kind of breaks his jaw yeah is just <laughs> epic but then so that's all fantastic that's building up beautifully <laughs> but then 
I think it is, maybe it's the Prometheus aspects. It's like when, when David does his flashback and he drops the goo out of the oh, airship. Right. It's like, it gets this, that for me kind of brought up more of Ridley Scott's historical epics or something like that. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't know. I didn't yeah, like that it, much. It, it, took, it took Alien away from a mysterious place, which is what, it, for me, it's this mysterious, mythological, dark place that it's drawing on. And it became more of a historical epic. I, I, I totally agree, Max. I, I mean, one of my main issues, and people have brought it up online as well, is I, I really, I don't care about the origin of the Xenomorph. Like, it's, it's just there, it's fine, in Alien and throughout the, the original quadrilogy. Um, that the David storyline here is actually, it's really interesting, but at the end of the day, it leads to something that felt really like Star Wars prequely. Yeah. Uh, explaining things which I personally felt did not need to be explained because, as you say, Max, it does take away from a lot of the mythos. Or, or, yeah, that, and also just like the way it's orientated, like, you know, like if if that had been built up as a major question previously, then you're like, oh, here's the answer. Mm-hmm. But because it kind of comes at you, and you're like, we're telling you something that you didn't know, but you weren't really thinking about it. It's like mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, that is interesting, and it's like. In the timeline and the overall uh, overarching kind of system of things, you're like, that is interesting, but I think it's more for fans, like yourself, Jeremy, that can already see the big picture and go, holy crap, that fits in very well. See, I didn't really click to the fact that David had created the aliens, not because I wasn't clear in the movie, but because they'd already sort of answered that in Prometheus yeah. with, the, with the massive massive squid face hugger thing. Um, creating the alien with, or a version of the alien with um, the engineer. The engineer. Yeah. So I don't have the same issue that you guys had because I sort of feel like the black goo is this great construct where they can create all these new scares. <laughs> but it means that the, there's this ambiguity around how these aliens are actually created, or there is different ways to mm. get to the same horror. Mm. Um, so I don't have a huge issue. But I will definitely give you that there is a, a tonal... Uh, jumping around and that the scene mm-hmm. like part of me thinks I would have liked to have not seen that, that flashback scene with the ship raining down hot terror on all the engineers mm. and all the engineers go Ooh, yeah, running away uh, yeah. like Pompeii like, style but also I sort of thought we kind of needed to know that you know mm-hmm. like we kind of needed to know that I mean I personally loved the Pompeii imagery mm-hmm. of them in the moonlight running through yeah. this that was just really crazy it is, it is great Imagery, yeah. And that one alien that's kind of running between the bodies. The what, the neo, the neo, the neomorph, yeah. There's, I mean, that's so really I would give you cool. that there's definitely some problematic things, but I just feel like the the pros outweigh the cons for me in terms yeah. of what we those those images. And that's, really I mean, that's pretty much the end of my criticisms. It's more like a looking back. I'm like, I, while I was watching it, I didn't actually feel that stuff, and yeah. I was just, I was really engrossed in the creation aspect um, while it was happening. And mm-hmm. it's just such an interesting... And I think when, he, when we're in this kind of um, alchemy kind of old, uh, what's called, laboratory... Yeah, and the mad kind of, scientists yeah, there. Pa- like, <laughs> pad papers drawn with kind of biological drawings. That stuff is quite he, he exciting. Paper, a library of paper scrolls. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's, I just that, love it visually. That, that perfectly fits in with this dark... Mythos, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, what it's done is it set itself up to effectively move away from the engineer storyline. Like, I don't think there's, I can't see them bringing yeah. much more of that into the film. They don't need to. Whereas they can kind of go full, full, fully forward in terms of the alien uh, space and still mm. create some new scares with this, this pretty much plot device, which is Black Goo. That can be whatever the hell the writers want it to be. Mm-hmm. I am gunning for as a fan. 
uh, David versus Ripley. And I sort of feel like, I really do, I feel like he's going to live forever. Ripley is, you know, 100 years or 200 years and 300 years in the future, whatever it is. Holy cow. Um, And I sort of feel like it makes sense to me that this male android alien creator would go against this female clone protector of people Mm -hmm. who's spent her life and she's lived and died to do this to protect people against the aliens. And, you know, I just think that she's always had a complicated relationship with androids as well. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me that they would put these two together because I feel like she hasn't had a good send off, uh, and I, I would like to see that. Oh, that'd be amazing I, if they do it well. And because Sigourney Weaver still looks incredible, yeah. mm. you like, know? like a, a sequel series. Wow. Well, I think that yeah. there's plans to make two more Alien films, right? Mm-hmm. And it would ve- they could very easily catch up. I will say something this to people. I after watching Prometheus, I thought a lot about okay, what would the sequel to Prometheus look like? What would I want to see? And I had in my head this kind of fantasy film, which was another ship going to try and find the Prometheus ship and getting to a planet that was the engineer's homeland that had been decimated and there was a great forest. And in the forest was a whole range of scary creatures to have all sorts of scares. And on that, on that planet, they would find a lone David. And that on that planet, they would think that he was a, a person to, to trust. Mm-hmm. But in the third act of the film, the Numi Rapace character would turn up um, slightly mad and warning them of, you know, trying to get off the planet with them. Mm-hmm. And so as a fan watching this movie, that kind of, <laughs> oh it was like, I was like, yes, this is where I wanted to go. And of course it was so much better than my little measly little idea was, but I was like, this is exactly where I wanted this movie to go. Oh, and so it just spoke to the fact that Prometheus really had set the groundwork for what mm-hmm. this film would become. Yeah. The, um, I also really, really like the, the used future aspects of the movie as well. Actually more the so than Prometheus, used future. Uh, similar to how you know, alien. By the time Alien comes by, they're basically space truckers. Yeah, right. Um, but just how the exploration, like the vehicles and the gear, and how they treated it, just felt really real to me. Different to Prometheus, which was this top of the line yeah. science mission. Yeah. It's like spaceships. The colonist, the, the, sorry, not the colonist aspect, but the couples aspect, I thought was really lovely. Mm-hmm. I actually watched one of the interviews with Damien Bashir. Is that his name? Yeah. And he yeah. said that these people aren't scared of dying. They know they're going to die because they're on a mission that's that's not about them. It's about the gener- next mm. generations beyond mm-hmm. them. What they are scared of are losing their love. Mm. That is the tension of the film. Oh yeah. And you'll notice that most of the characters that they will they they lose their their partner and mm-hmm. still survive for a significant amount of time in the film. So that's where the horror comes from for them. Mm-hmm. They could have just done with a few a few less, I think, because I think they were trying to get the the amount of deaths up. They yeah, need a certain yeah. amount of deaths, and whereas you just can't have like I just don't think you can get stuck into four couples or five couples. Well enough to, to really... Yeah, I, if I was going to be critical, I think out of out of all of the deaths, I think three stand out to me as being a little bit like, oh, really? Which one was the girl cleaning herself and then getting her head chopped off. <laughs> um, and then the other one was the couple at the end in the shower. Yeah. Like, I don't I didn't mind it as much as I thought I would in the trailer, because that scene's in the trailer, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, it's always been about sex, you know, mm-hmm. let's actually just put a sex scene in but and But it's so die. pointless, and you, you even kind of forget that those characters exist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Just yeah. have the alien show up, um, and then uh, the, the the girl's head in the bath uh, or oh, in the little. I didn't have a huge issue with that. I, I, I thought it just did. looked hilarious. And every time, I think three different parties come into that room, see the face, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, before that, before she gets her head lopped off, there's that amazing scene where you see the the neomorph standing upright. Yeah. And the camera's very very low angle. It's just so imposing and almost like in. 
like you, you don't quite understand what you're looking at, and then it strikes, which See, is really cool. We and we had conversations about this after the film as well, but I really liked the fact that two things. One is I really liked the fact that uh, when the when the alien finally bursts out of the captain's chest, mm-hmm. I was sitting there smiling as a, as an audience viewer. You know, very different reaction to what the original alien was, which mm-hmm. was a really surprising horror horror moment. But in this movie, it's like when it finally happens, it's like, yes, this is finally happening. And David's smiling. The music's very kind of um, uh, triumphant. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that because I thought that it acknowledged the fact that you couldn't create the same scares. You can't just repeat the scares. Yeah. The other thing I really appreciated was you can't put the alien back in the shadows. You know, the original yeah. alien films, they were the alien was in the shadows. Yeah. And you, you can't do that because we've no. seen too much of the alien. But so they were able to construct different skiers. So they had these translucent neo, neomorphs. And then and you had alien like a fully POV as well in a lot of the shots. Which is from Alien 3. They did it in Alien 3 as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and but kind but of also in the, in the sunshine as well, the end of the film. And just mm. the the ferocity of the alien was what made it scary. Like, yeah. the fact that it was bashing through glass and, like, nothing really stopped it, which mm. made it quite exciting. Mm. That, that speaks to me, though, about the limitations of particularly extended sequels, though. Like, you know, like, you go one, two, and you're struggling at three. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, this is extremely impressive that they're still doing new things, but it does... That darkness, which is almost metaphorical of things that we don't quite know about this, what's going on, you can't keep that under wraps right the whole time. But that's so important, having, having things that you don't quite know. and, and then See, that's where the black goo is a great... I mean, Ridley Scott's done a great job with that. <laughs> and I know, you know, because the fact that that scene where the guy is, is it's coming out of the guy's back is yeah. so impressive. <laughs> and the mouth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, and just going into the guy's ear. Yeah. Like, oh, don't, don't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right. Final final comments. Max, you want to start us off? Uh, uh, no, I don't really have too much. I want to say. Uh, I think I've kind of covered it. I, I love the film, and I'll probably give it a four out of five. Um, there's some fantastic action moments, and the the, the stuff around creation is fantastic. It, it felt more like a um, TV show to me. Some parts of it, mm-hmm. particularly the first having that first little uh, what is it a prelude um, felt really kind of like a TV show moment. And um, I like that it's building up to this kind of very a fascist, yeah, fascistic mm-hmm. um, kind of feeling in this robot, and how creating can be so dangerous, so, so beautiful, and yet so yeah, dangerous. And, yeah. And, it, and it's you know obviously a good moment for this to be to, to be talked about. Nice. Cool. I think that centering this around the Michael Fassbender character is just what a genius move. I'm really excited to follow the next Alien film with a villain. You know, we've had this hero, and I think that's potentially why I'd like to see him meet Ripley, because we've had the hero's journey with aliens. Let's see the villain and the creator's journey with them. That, that is, um, that, you guys have seen Split, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, very, very similar thing to what they do in Split, which is to give you a, uh, yes. a villain's journey to balance out... Yeah, another franchise, which yeah, really, really cool, and also a delayed sequel. <coughs> Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I really liked it, and I, I think the for all of the like minor criticisms that we, we we've kind of made, I feel like this has been a really solid entry in yeah. the Alien yeah. franchise. That's, that's how I felt, yeah. And I'm really excited to see where Ridley Scott and team takes it in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, I just want to say, and I told you guys this last night. Um, 
one of the, the great cinematic experiences, uh, cinema going experiences in my life, uh, one more for the, the, the memory bank, where at the very end of the movie, which is fantastic, uh, there's that scene where um, uh, Daniels has that realization that Walter is David. And at that moment, some, some person way at the front of our screening, she, she didn't mean it, uh, but it just came out, just the exclamation of, oh shit! And that, that was amazing. Um, and that totally made the movie for me. So really, really good. Cool. Excellent. Thank you for listening, team, to our first uh, mini-sode. Uh, make sure you check out Get Out and Guess Is Coming to Dinner, our full Cinema Context episode, uh, which we will be releasing very, very soon. And until next time, kaki te anō.